the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Looking for strategies to help you protect your portfolio in these uncertain times? Visit RobBlack.com. RobBlack.com. Powered by EP Wealth. Welcome in, Rob Black and your money. Always know a reason why you buy a stock. Are you buying it to invest? Are you buying it to trade? Are you going to reinvest the dividends? Is it supposed to be an income stock with a long term doesn't get you into a lot of trouble? Or is it supposed to be a growth stock that works year over year over year minus one or two years? Or is it supposed to be a hyper growth stock where it outperforms the market maybe one times, two times over the next two to three years? You have to know that kind of stuff. I do. Um, I own Apple and Microsoft for growth. I own NVIDIA for hyper growth. Trying to get the kind of the quick point to you, if that makes sense. Can you label your stuff? I own McDonald's. I own Target. I own Caterpillar. I own Nike for income with a little bit of growth. Always know what you're looking for. The income stocks have to pay their dividend. The growth stocks should be consistent. 10%, 15%. When you get more, you're thrilled. The hypergrowth, it's got to defeat the market. Hypergrowth is most dangerous in down markets. Hypergrowth is most uh, easy. I get, not easy, that's the wrong word. Maybe appropriate in up markets. Always consult a broker advisor for taking action on any stocks I ever mentioned. Know that sometimes your equity is going to go down, and that's okay. It's part of the game. But if it's all going down, you're in trouble. So I own some Target this year, and if I own Target and I didn't own Amazon and Alphabet and Microsoft and Apple, I'd be really upset. It's been an interesting year for how retailers are supposed to play out. Um, the recession that we kind of knew was coming didn't come, and now it's being delayed. It's the thought on recessionary stocks are kind of being delayed as well. Um, someone asked me the other day, what do I think about Target shutting down nine stores in the United States? I think it's a great thing. It's it's great on a start stock perspective. It's horrible on a societal level. Um, the reason they shut them down is the high violence and the high um, shrinkage or theft. And we've all seen the videos on television where people go into a store, smash, smash and grab, and the organizer angle of it is pretty up <laughs> to the point when that gets on television, people are like, I don't want to take my kids there. Ten-year treasury sits at 4.616%. Ooh. Uh, best investment I've made this year. Uh, safest investment I've made this year. 
is money market funds. Best investment I made this year is clearly NVIDIA and Microsoft. Uh, holding on to Apple, holding on to Microsoft. Um, Solar broker rise between action any stocks ever mentioned. NASDAQ up fractionally yesterday, SP 500 up, literally flatline. Like it was green, but only by 0.02 tenths. Dow was down by two tenths of a percent. So it wasn't really a negative day, but it wasn't a kind of a day where we went really nowhere fast. Bitcoin's doing nothing, and that's got a lot of professional investors thinking Bitcoin's about to pull back. I own no Bitcoin. Um, a lot of people think it's going to pull back in large part because in the last two days, it's been really kind of a downtime on the market, and that's when Bitcoin's supposed to shine. And it's been ho-hum. I think when Sam Bankman-Fried's previous firm starts selling Bitcoin to give back to investors and uh, debtors who uh, with the money. I think it's going to be a bit of a problem. I think there's going to be a little bit of a whoosh down there, but we'll see. Peloton's in the news today. They made news making a partnership with Lulu Limon. Interesting, right? Uh, the GOP presidential hopefuls attack Biden. They attack Trump. They attack each other. Didn't watch this time. First one I did watch just to see like what it was all about. And I kind of get the feeling it's going to be the same. Mark Zuckerberg is still trying to make the metaverse happen. Meta announced yesterday that it's going to start shipping the Quest 3 virtual reality headset on October 10th. The company hopes that the $499 device is cool enough to lure you into the meta realm and make you forget about Apple's forthcoming Google competitor. At the event, Zuck also hyped the new chat GPT like AI features that Meta is bringing into its social media. These include digital sticker creation, image editing, and celebrity chatbots, ranging from Jane Austen to Snoop Dogg. It's kind of weird. Um, and I'm just guessing you'll be able to say something along the line, hey, Snoop Dogg. How many grams of marijuana are in a pound? I don't know the questions you would ask Snoop Dogg. Hey, Snoop Dogg, what was it like hanging out with Martha Stewart? Yo, dog. <laughs> Here's a question that I would ask. Hey, Snoop Dogg, how are you still a celebrity? Oh, I know. I know. He sells out more concerts and makes more money than I do. <laughs> so that's a, a fair burn. Fair burn back at me. So keep uh, trucking with the free world. Um, keep on looking at today. Um, what do we need to see? We've talked a little bit about yesterday and the Zuckerberg metaverse reality. Um, Taylor Swift, she may not be a cheer captain like in her video, um, but the guy in the video that made her famous was named Travis. Interesting note. Um, she's going to be at the game this weekend. People are saying that she's going to be able to make Travis Kelsey another $5 million in advertising this year. How is that the real world? Did I say $5,000? I meant $5 million. Holy mackerel. Um, interesting, because I, I certainly know more about him than I ever did. He's a likable fellow. Bruce Springsteen is getting older. He's postponing all of his scheduled tour dates this year until 2024 as he takes time to recover from a peptic ulcer disease. 
I don't know what that is. I'll look it up later. Maybe I'll share with you. Maybe I won't. What else do we have to hit today? Um, Treasury market volatility. It seems like for years and years and years, we went higher in large part because the 10-year Treasury went lower and lower and lower. There's some truth to that statement. Don't discount it. It's not because you're super smart or uh, what have you. Now we seem to be moving with the Treasury. On an interday basis, the 10-year Treasury note climbed for 4.48% to 4.64. Keep in mind that for stocks did pretty well with interest rates higher than they are now. Just throwing that down there for you. Um, initial jobless claims for the week ending September 23rd increased just 2,000 to 204,000. Um, the takeaway there is that uh, it's a very tight labor market and it's still inflationary. People aren't losing their jobs and people can go to their boss and say, you know what? I know we're all working hard. You're going to give me a raise or I'm going to go find another job. Inflationary. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. I'm Rob Black. Find a seminar coming up end of next month. Sign up at robblackshow.com. Think you're in good shape for retirement? Find out how you're really doing with the seven tests of retirement readiness. Join Rob Black and CFP Chad Burton of EP Wealth Advisors, Saturday, October 28th in San Mateo. They'll walk you through these seven tests to find out whether you are really ready for the retirement you want. Rob will provide timely commentary, and Chad will share specific strategies for taxes, income, long-term care, safe money, investing, life goals, and more. If you have at least $500,000 in investable assets and want to retire better, pass on your estate, and minimize taxes, this event is for you. Find out if you're on the right track with the seven tests of retirement readiness, Saturday, October 28th, 10 a.m. to noon at the Crown Plaza in San Mateo. Space is limited, so sign up today at robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com. Can you pass all seven tests? Sign up today online at robblackshow.com. One of the reasons I began today's broadcast with know what type of stocks you're owning. I think that's really, really important. Is it hyper growth? Is it growth? Is it growth in income or is it income? Those are the metrics that you judge yourself against. Um, if you're judging your stocks, but you should also know what type of market we're in. You should also know what sort of visibility do we have. There's four things that affect a stock market, a stock's performance. It's the direction of the market, up or down. Your stock can go up or down. There's the sector. Um, for instance, artificial intelligence, pretty hot right now. Almost anything that says the word AI can probably go up right now, including when Microsoft first introduced ChatGPT as a partner, OpenAI. Uh, their stock went up that day in 10 minutes worth the total of Walt Disney stock. So something Disney's been building for 100 years probably is, what are we talking about? 80 years plus? Microsoft was able to wipe out or create in 10 minutes. That's dang, right? So it affects the stock, direction of the market, direction of the sector. Um, Right now, retail is struggling. If you're selling high-end retail stuff, 
if you're selling low end retail stuff, you're, you're doing better. So your sector can outperform or not, and it can hurt your stock. Number three is the individual company themselves. Are margins improving or margins is decreasing? Are revenues increasing or revenues falling? Are earnings increasing or earnings falling? And the fourth one is visibility. That's a big one for the economy right now, or the economy is a big question mark. You have the Federal Reserve. What direction are they going to push interest rates? How high is inflation going to be? Is inflation going to linger? So we don't have a lot of visibility into inflation when it comes down. We don't have any visibility. Did I say invisibility? Uh, I've got a cold. We don't have much visibility into how uh, will the government shut down or not. So we have some mixed kind of themes there. And if you're a retailer, that's bad news. And if you're a tech stock working in like AI or demand like Apple, you're probably going to be okay. People generally uh, listen to shows like this so they can get a little extra information. I always caution you, like, don't think you're beating the system because you're listening to two or three shows. Um, I can show you my net worth over the last 5, 10, 15, 20, 25 years. Very few people can. And a lot of people don't have your best uh, interest. That's why I really like working with CFPs. Um, they're not as free as a radio show. But the advice that you get when you work with them is, is direct knowledge. My family uses a CFP relationship because I don't know a lot about college planning. I don't know a lot about estate planning. I don't almost nothing about taxes. I'm happy. I don't know how to structure um, the Monte Carlo case scenarios and hundreds of them. What happens to my smart, my wealth if inflation stays high? What happens if my wealth if inflation stays low? What happens if my wealth if the stock market goes up? What happens if it goes like? And that's what the cool thing is when you hear CFP Chad Burton talking about Monte Carlo scenarios. In the grand scheme of things, markets aren't so bad right now. They're down about 8% from the recent highs. Correction, almost. Not even quite. More than a 5%, yes, but not quite a correction. We're nowhere near a bear market again. The bear market last year was a lot worse. The interesting thing about vicious bear markets is that there are often opportunities amongst the chaos. I never felt bad last year because I wasn't retired. So when the markets were down 20%, I wasn't stressed. I actually wanted the markets to go down 40% and get that just like clear it all out. This year had a lot of opportunities in the first half of the year. And third quarter is hit and it's turned into more of a slow grind with rates being the story. The economy is getting weaker. You're hearing fewer and fewer people like um, going to tech conferences. So the antidotal evidence, I know that there's still some seats available for you too, but they're really expensive seats. But people are saying, you know what? I think I'm going to hold on to my $1,000. When I say you two, uh, big concert opening this weekend at the Sphere in Las Vegas. So Tuesday, we got the conference board consumer confidence numbers. That showed us a weakening of what people expect to happen in the future. Now, again, it's it's kind of a hope, uh, not a hope, it's kind of a 
uh, ESPN. <laughs> like, that's a funny joke, right? It's kind of using ESP to look into the future when you ask people how they feel about the future, but they don't really like what they're hearing about China. People don't really like what they're hearing about inflation. There's a parallel here to 2006, 2007. Um, the housing crash, not a lot of people knew it was coming, but Michael Burry from The Big Short, he appeared to. But you have to do research to kind of find the both sides of it. It took a long time for the stock market to roll over in 2006, 2007. So financial crisis um, where you started seeing subprime mortgages failing higher and higher and higher. It wasn't a surprise that at some point in time the housing market was going to fall, but people just kind of looked the other way. Will we get a hard landing or soft landing? Or will we get no landing? One of the things about the hard landing, no landing, uh, one of the things about a hard landing, soft landing scenario is that in modern times, we've become so good at monetary theory that sometimes we're seeing like a recession in the high-end retailers right now. And we see a recession in the hard drive stocks and we'll see a recession in the regional banks and like... A lot of it's played out in turns and not all at the same time. The Fed over tightened. That is the expectation for most professionals. Um, I don't like the housing market right now. At the start of the year, I thought the Fed would be done tightening. But I, I don't get that vibe yet. Uh, I wish I did. I wish I could tell you, like, um, this is a no-brainer. It's not. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. There's no kaboom happening right now. And in a down market or a down expectation, there's a kaboom. Something breaks. We're not getting enough buyers. We're not getting enough sellers in real estate. That feels a little broken to me. That's the area that I'm watching with most intrigue, but not a lot of stress. You can find me online at robblackshow.com. What's the best way to choose a financial advisor? Download our guide at robblack.com. That's robblack.com, powered by EP Wealth. So for my last segment, I just want to pound one thing. The economy is getting weaker. The higher rates are showing up. People are delaying bigger purchases. Uh, I also want to mention that a lot of the stock market nowadays, instead of going into bear market where everything's down, they go through rolling bear markets and they look for light to say, when can I get back in? Maybe into housing, maybe into tech, maybe into a bullet shot in tech like semiconductors. ASM lithography, they make a lot of the equipment that makes high-end semiconductors. It looks like their recession is going to end later this year and bookings will start to pick up next year on high-end equipment. And you're like, how is that possible? Because darn, we have this high-end semiconductor uh, GPU issue. We do. We do. But that's not all the semiconductors in the world. Um, and the people who make semiconductors like Intel, they buy a lot of equipment. 
So let's move on, shall we? Um, Mercedes has the first self-driving car that you can literally take your hands off the wheel in traffic and it'll drive for you. I watched a video of a friend in journalism. It's impressive. So it only works at 40 miles per hour or less. So it's ideal for Los Angeles or anywhere where there's traffic. They're going to increase what it can do at higher speeds around the country. It doesn't work. Let's see. What does it not work at nighttime? Um, rain. So if it's too dark or too cold or rainy, it doesn't activate. Right now, it's only available on certain highways in California and Nevada. But unlike Tesla, you can legitimately take your hands. You can play Yahtzee on a touchscreen. It's going to cost $2,500 for the first 12 months. It's a Mercedes S-Class and electric EQS. Very fancy cars. Um, and it's really only meant for like bumper to bumper. It's not meant for highway speeds of 50, 55 miles an hour. I know you're saying you drive 50 miles an hour on a highway. Sorry, I kind of do. Seatbelts have to stay on. <clears throat> if you turn your head to look at the back seat, the camera catches you and goes, that's a no-no. Uh, before it disengages, it gives you a 10-second warning. So it's not like Tesla where like it might disengage a moment before you hit something. I think it's pretty interesting that Tesla Autopilot is getting all the news because they have these, what I would refer to as like super duper cruise control. Drive Pilot is the first commercially available system that doesn't require constant driver supervision, unlike General Motors Super Cruise and Tesla Autopilot. Uh, watching the video with my friend in the car um, was funny because for the first couple minutes of the video, he still looks at the road. And by the end of the video, he's like, nope, screw it. <clears throat> um, I'll play Yahtzee. So you can find it at YouTube. And if you uh, look into Mercedes-Benz Drive Pilot, I think you'll find it, his video. And that is a free plug for him. Maybe that'll come back for me one day, but I doubt it. So initial claims showed a strong labor market. Uh, that's the first time unemployment claims today. The third estimate for second quarter GDP was unchanged at 2.1%. Some of the revisions earlier were revised a little bit lower. I don't have anything else. I've got a head cold, so I'm not on medication, but I, I feel like I'm a little slow today. Sorry. Today we're seeing some losses in mega cap stocks. We're watching the treasury market because it's been kind of a show recently, to say the least. Apple's down a buck. NVIDIA's up 50 cents. Um, trying to look at the mega cap stocks that are over-owned. Amazon's down two bucks. Um, Google up 27 cents. It's a little mixed, but Apple, these seven big stocks, and I don't say Tesla long enough, but I should. These seven stocks are really pushing the, the overall markets. So when I see the Russell 2000 up, I'm like, ah, that's good. That's breath of the markets up today. Whereas the Nasdaq's down slightly today. Crude oil's going a little bit lower. It's been a big story in the third quarter. Crude oil's down one buck. I'm sitting at $92 a barrel. 
I'm still seeing a lot of $6 gasoline prices in the Bay Area, and that does not feel good. You might have an electric vehicle. 10-year Treasury um, sits at 4.6%, not doing much today. What else do we have to hit as far as the small numbers? I think I got it. I think I have it. Um, One of the biggest questions I get on a regular basis from people is, I have $1 million, or I have $500,000, or I have $2 million. Can I retire? And I really can't answer that question for you until I know your social security and your budget to start. And then there's a lot of other things on top of it. Longevity in your family. Um, but if you go to SSA.gov, you're out where your social security payment's going to be. Just for fun, take off 20% of that to potential taxes. So if you're getting, you know, two thousand dollars a month, lop off four hundred dollars and say, okay, can I live off sixteen hundred? Run a budget for a couple months right now, or just go to your bank statements and see what you spent uh, versus what you made. And there's great apps out there that'll do that for you, like Mint M I N T Money Intelligence. It's Mint.com. Um, there's other ones as well. I've always been partial to Mint because it was the first one I used and it's fine until I got a robust one. EP Wealth has something called eMoney that is not humiliating, but it is a big step forward in budgeting apps as well as um, your net worth, as well as drawing all your assets together, your liabilities and assets. So a million dollars and a 401k of 2,000 and a social security of 2,500, you're starting to get in the ballpark for most people. But you got to figure out how much you're going to need in income. You got to figure out your longevity risk. You're going to need more money if you think you're going to live longer. And, you know, a million dollars in retirement will last you. You can pay yourself $100,000 for 10 years, right? But then you have to factor in inflation. Then you have to factor in, are you going to grow the asset or are you going to just keep it in a money market fund? Right now, the money markets are getting you know, like 4.7, 4.8%. 4.8%. And inflation's in theory at 4%, so you're beating inflation, which was kind of good, but I just don't think it's that simple. When you head towards retirement, like I'm heading towards retirement, and I'm not in retirement, I'll let you know when that happens, okay? You have to figure out how much cash you want around. Bonds. Stocks. What are your sources of income? Mine are going to be dividend stocks primarily um, because I have a thing where I want to pass my wealth on to my children and on to charities. I don't want to live off it. I don't want to be massively selling it. Yes, I will have to take some required minimum distributions in there. I understand. But I also have a lot of my wealth outside of a 401k or an IRA. So things that you're going to spend money on in retirement, your housing, your medical needs, unexpected expenses, uh, food and essentials, taxes. Um, I didn't have a grandfather. My father was an orphan and my maternal grandmother, grandfather died before I was even a thought. So I had a grandmother who had Alzheimer's disease after I turned six. So from about age six to 10, she was just in very poor health. So I don't really know about spending as a retiree directly 
from family experience. I've had to learn it through working with clients and working with you, the audience. But my spouse, her father, grandfather, he became very frugal in his final 15 years. But he paid for the kids' colleges, the grandchildren's colleges, in his first 15 years of retirement. So he spent a lot on college costs, which you don't think of in retirement, do you? But in the last 15 years, he'd have one egg and half a piece of toast. <laughs> and he would cut the other half a piece, he'd cut the other bread in half, toast half of it, put the other half back in the, in the bread box. And I find that fascinating. Uh, so his cost of food went down big time, right? So retirement's really about budgeting to me is what I'm trying to get at in the second half of the segment. You got to weigh your portfolio, your income potential. You got to figure out if you're going to draw to live off your stocks and sell them off, or if you're going to live off the income from the dividends. I don't mind having stocks that go down as long as their job is to pay dividends. Now, again, it's not comfortable to watch something like an AT&T go from 60 bucks to 40 bucks to 30 bucks to 20 bucks to 15 bucks. I don't own any AT&T, but a lot of people have owned it for dividends and it just, the equity has been rough to say the least. The dividends have been paid, but the equity has been rough. Build a million dollar portfolio is quite an accomplishment, but is it in a taxable account, non-taxable account? There's a lot of issues. If you've got 500,000 or more, and you want a free complimentary portfolio review with a financial planner, let me know. Totally free. can be totally done via Zoom. Uh, we just got to get some information from you and some data on everything I've talked about in this segment. You know, with what type of accounts you have, what type of bills you have, what your Social Security is. But if you want a free complimentary portfolio, drop me an email, rob at robblackshow.com, and I'll get a real financial planner, not someone who is, quote-unquote, a vice president. Questions about Social Security? Check out the Social Security Retirement Guide at robblack.com. That's robblack.com, powered by EP Wealth. Thanks for listening to the show. I'm Rob Black. Got a little bit under the weather. I'll be okay. Peloton stock is soaring today on a announcement with a partnership with Lululemon. They've entered a five-year partnership that'll make the at-home exercise brand the exclusive digital fitness content provider for Lululemon. Uh, both of them are kind of tapping into each other for kind of a cool factor. Um, I was not surprised, but I have not looked at Peloton in months and months and months and months and months, right? At the height of the pandemic in March of 2020 the stock was around $26 next thing you know and it was being pumped by like Howard Stern and the instructors are so hot and I get on my bike and that was what drove the story and then the pandemic hit and like oh you're not going to the gym anymore and you can actually have someone yelling at you to work out at your home stock went from $26 pre-pandemic to $150 during the height of the pandemic and since 2021 uh, it's been falling ever since. It had a glorious nine months from March 2020 through December 2020, and that's when it was done. Now it's a $4 stock. And do you remember the... Um, everyone's always tried to be 
Saturday Night Live. And there's been a lot of very CTV, bad TV. One of my favorites, because it was my generation, was Homie Don't Play That Game. Homie the Clown. And if you go watch it on YouTube with your kids, it's a good PG. It's from In Living Color. Um, it's a good PG-13 is what I'm trying to get. I showed my kids the other day. Homie, don't play that game. And I just don't play the broken stock game. It's not my thing. Um, so I, I'm not going to go after Peloton. Is it intriguing? Maybe. Um, SpaceX has won their first Pentagon contract for Starshield. It's satellite network for military use. Now, again, this last three months, we've heard a lot about Walter Isaacson's book on Elon Musk. And I just think it's cemented in from reading it, it's cemented in my head that um, there's Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde Musk. And I don't know if it's sleep deprived and well slept or drug induced, or I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's super billionaire versus billionaire. Um, I don't know. His, his love life is, is let's start there and just say, whoa. But the man breaks through some cool uh, barriers and technology. And one of the things we got from the book was what did he do with Ukraine and the fleet from the Russian fleet? And he didn't want to start a nuclear. Why is he uh, a mouthpiece for Russian propaganda? Or is that just his free speech? I, I think in his head, maybe it's the latter or the former. Um, the latter, sorry. The Pentagon has awarded Elon Musk SpaceX its first confirmed contract for Starshield Network. It's developing a Space Force spokesperson confirmed that SpaceX on September 1 was awarded a one-year contract for Starshield with a maximum value of $70 million. The Pentagon is already a high-value buyer of the company's rocket launches and has shown increasing interest in its Starlink satellite safe light internet. I find this, I don't know, giving a super billionaire even more money and the government saying, we need your uh, ability to get satellites in the air. Plus we need your satellites that give communication to our soldiers. seems like a lot of like James Bond reliance on the villain kind of thing, right? Costco is selling gold bars and they're selling out within just a few hours. Um, here's why I don't like gold. I'm over 50 years old and gold doesn't have a job. It doesn't pay income. It's a hedge against a worst case scenario. Just like a shotgun would be a hedge against a worst case scenario. I'm not telling you not to do it. It's not for me. That's a lot how I feel about digital currencies. But Costco is selling, listen to this, one ounce gold bars. They're so cute. They're selling just shy of $1,900. Uh, Gold is selling like hotcakes at Costco. Uh, and I'm not knocking it. If I were to read the headlines, I, I would be pretty scared of the economy and the stock market as well. And like I said, the economy is slowing right now. Most people see that. So we're not saying, oh, it makes sense for the stock market to be hitting new highs. No. Stock market did well to bounce out of a bear market. 
what gets us higher here is going to be earnings and an economy growing. Some sectors will be able to maneuver that better than others. Redfin CEO said yesterday, the housing markets hit rock bottom, but the sales slump's going to last a long time. People with 3% mortgages are in no rush to sell them. And new owners, new buyers who are looking at almost 8% mortgage rates now are in no rush to buy. I get it. The lack of existing home supply is keeping the market propped up. Otherwise, it would be sinking, in my belief. Shadow inventory is a contributing factor as well. One. In my neighborhood, four or five homes went up for sale this spring, summer. All of them went below ask. Slightly below ask to ask. None of them were bid up. Interesting. I live in a pretty high-end neighborhood. Um, let's just say it's a pretty high neighborhood. I've leaked a little bit too much about my personal life in weeks and months past, but um, here in California, where it costs you know six hundred thousand dollars to buy a mobile home, it's a little different world, though. So we always have to look at real estate as location, location, location. I like real estate close to jobs and hospitals and universities. Um, I can find cities that I like right now. I don't know if I can find a mortgage rate that I like right now in the short term. I'm Rob Black, need a referral to a financial planner or a seminar. One's coming up at the end of October, robblackshow.com. Think you're in good shape for retirement? Find out how you're really doing with the seven tests of retirement readiness. Join Rob Black and CFP Chad Burton of EP Wealth Advisors, Saturday, October 28th in San Mateo. They'll walk you through these seven tests to find out whether you are really ready for the retirement you want. Rob will provide timely commentary, and Chad will share specific strategies for taxes, income, long-term care, safe money, investing, life goals, and more. If you have at least $500,000 in investable assets and want to retire better, pass on your estate, and minimize taxes, this event is for you. Find out if you're on the right track with the seven tests of retirement readiness, Saturday, October 28th, 10 a.m. to noon at the Crown Plaza in San Mateo. Space is limited, so sign up today at robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com. Can you pass all seven tests? Sign up today online at robblackshow.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.